Okay, here we go. We're so we're still in Chemo, Texas. Chemo. Chemo. <laughs> yes, uh, that's where we docked our boat while we lived there at the marina, Watergate. Anyway, we uh, decided to take our boat out without our friends who were teaching us how to sail on our own, and we were planning to do it on this one particular weekend that was coming up after we got off work. Uh, turns out my favorite cousin that we were raised together uh, arrived. He'd just gotten out of service. So we were really happy to see him and we had him come along with us and show him our boat and how we'd learned uh, to sail. We got under the drawbridge and then got in, kept going down the our waterway until we got to the main uh, waterway that we, all the big ships come in. Right. And we made our turn and we're going down towards Galveston. And as we go along, it's a night, it's a hot day, but it was pleasant, little breeze. And we're just sailing along nice and slow. It just sails perfect. And all of a sudden, one of us, I don't remember which one of us, of the three said, are we in the same place? We, you know, we haven't passed anything, but <laughs> so the water's going by and, and the boat's moving, but the, nothing's happening. And my cousin says, yeah, uh, DA, what, what's going on? So it turns, <laughs> turns out that we were, either it was mud or soft sand or something, but we got caught in that and we were stuck there. And DA jumped off of the bow with, with the anchor and he went out as far as he could to try and get us out of there. Yeah. Put the anchor down deep. Didn't work. So we had to sit there. Finally, we just luckily, after about an hour or so, the Coast Guard came by. I guess they were going to their office or whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, they. We're going by, is everything all right? We said, no, help, <laughs> help. So they came over, they were very nice, and they towed us out of where we were stuck. We decided we wouldn't continue on, we'd just go back, <laughs> back to the marina. So we went back and then uh, just went out to dinner and had a good laugh. Mm -hmm. But um, we were still very, very green sailors. We were still trying to learn. So we went out the next time with uh, the Mortensons uh, just to be sure that we got it under control, you know, mm -hmm. next time. And uh, so we did that and everything worked out okay. A few months later, uh, it's still winter time. We decided we wanted to leave and go down to St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands, and get get jobs there and pay off the boat and then leave on our trip when we got it paid off mm -hmm. after we saved, paid it off and saved money. So we, we took off and we left, finally left Galveston, went straight out. We had norther after norther, bad winds, sea, rough seas to get to Key West. And it took us 10 days <laughs> to go that short distance as we were going under the smallest sail that we had. Right. And it was so rough, 
FDA wouldn't let me buy when I went to buy groceries. He let me buy one onion and three potatoes. And we had a dozen eggs mm -hmm. that lasted us, had to last us that long. Oh, gosh. I told him, I said, you are never going with me grocery shopping. I said, I, that's what I. Yeah, that's your job. That's my job. You don't tell me what to buy for food, and I won't tell you how to work on the engine. <laughs> so he said, okay, all right, never again. So we finally got in to Key West, and they were, everybody was amazed when they found out. I said, how'd you come in? Which direction? Where'd you come from? And I said, from Galveston. We came in through that, and they said, what? You have any idea how shallow that part is? And he said, how much do you draw? And we said, six feet. And they said, have no idea how you made that without hitting a reef. Oh, gosh. And it was murky because of the bad weather we yeah, kept having. Yeah. Anyway, that was our first open voyage. And we really had no idea what we were doing. The whole time on on the sail, I I kept praying and it's dear Lord, you know, we we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and you I we know that you take care of little children and idiots. <laughs> and we happen to file a file under <laughs> that second category. Just hold the bow up, please. You know, don't let us sink. And uh, it was rough except for the last day when we finally came in. We tied up and I couldn't wait to get off the boat and run ashore and have something cold to drink. As I'm going down, everything started moving. I felt like I was drunk and I was land sick. Land sickness, yeah, yeah from being on And the, I turned around and ran, yeah, ran back to the boat, jumped on the boat where it was moving a little bit and my equilibrium, you know, <laughs> settled and I waited I don't know, about an hour or two and then I gradually you know got off board that was our our first experience we wound up uh, staying there a couple of nights and then went uh, on to Miami and we had one experience after another it was good kind of scary sometimes and this time we're looking out it was my watch uh, two hours on two hours off is what we did mm -hmm. and I looked back and I said I see a pipe or something moving and he said what and I said wake up there's a pipe moving and he said where and I said I right behind us I think that's what it is it's a pipe turned out there was that was kind of the highlight or the beginnings or in the middle of the Cubans trying to get into Florida. Uh-huh. And they were coming in all ways and they would get caught sometimes. What it was was a submarine. And that was a periscope. And all I could see was this black thing. It looked like a pipe, but it was moving. Right. And it didn't dawn on me until he said, what is it? He had to squint and, you know, had a lot of pin eyes because he used to weld a lot. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he, uh, he said, that's what it was. And sure enough, it came up after about 
30 minutes of checking us out. I think uh -huh. that's what they were doing is checking us out. And then they turned. The pipe went the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but it came up enough that we saw the deck. Right. And that was kind of spooky as of what's going on. But uh, we got into there in the marina and we stayed Miami and stayed there a few days. We met up with some friends that we knew. He's the pilot with Delta. And uh, we had dinner with them and had had a good time. And then we loaded up and went on to the Bahamas. Went to Freeport first and then Nassau. Another friend from Texas came in. They flew in to see us. Huh. And we took them sailing around. Had a good time. And then we, like I said, went on to Nassau. We stayed a few days and then we went on uh, to go down the Keys, the Bahama Keys, and down to Exuma Sound, where we finally jumped. Met up with Robert Mitchum mm -hmm. along the way. He and DA wound up getting drunk on the pier. I got mad at Robert. I wouldn't talk to him anymore, but um, we, we finally left and made our third leg and got to St. Thomas. Well, actually, we pulled into Cruise, Cruise Bay mm -hmm. in St. John's so that we could clear customs. They said it was easier and best to pull in there. And uh, that was uh, almost a week, you know, we took to get there. We probably would could have got there a couple of days earlier, but we were still green, very green. Right, yeah. And we were <laughs> being cautious about what what we were doing then after our first two runs. Uh, we, well, I forgot to tell you, when we were approaching uh, the Bahamas, mm -hmm. DA fell asleep at the tiller. Oh, dear. And uh, all of a sudden, there was these horns and people yelling. They were <laughs> not, not fun yelling. You know, they were just yeah. angry to get out of the way. They were having a race. Oh, no. And we were in their way, you know, just going along. Yeah. And we weren't supposed to be there. We didn't know. Uh, anyway, we got to St. John's and cleared in and got startled when the seaplane came in with passengers. We were in the way. We had to, they were told that we were parked, not parked, we were anchored in the wrong area. Anchored in the wrong area where the seaplane yeah. would land. So uh. we had to move. And we didn't want to get run into by them. Yeah. And we stayed, went ashore and looked around, and it was nice. But it's it's, it's a small island and not populated that much. And mm -hmm. not much, many things to, there is growing. But I'm sure by now, 2021, it's grown even four times that it, well, what now it was. Well, now it's full of mini mansions. The property is very, very expensive. Locals can't afford to really live right. there. And, um, but it has a nice, that like that Mongoose Junction that they made downtown mm -hmm. and everything. Nice shops. It's great for the tourists yeah. to go and visit. But for people that actually want to live on the yeah. island, they, there's no land left. It's all either national park or sold by millionaires who only live there a couple months of the year, mm -hmm. if that. Wow. <laughs> Well, something yeah, it's changed. Wow, well, I'd like to see it. It's been so long, but we 
went on after a few days and went into St. Thomas, nice big harbor in Charlotte Amalie, and um, went into the dock. And we stayed out dock for a while. We didn't have to clear there because we'd already cleared in St. John. Mm -hmm. And uh, after a couple of days, we started looking for jobs. I was looking for one with, that worked with computers. But there wasn't any computers. The government sent all their stuff over to Puerto Rico, and they were going to be getting some over here in a few years. But I needed a job right yeah. away. And the, the first day, he just walks across the street. There's a, a car place. They sold BMWs and um, v and W uh, VWs, Volkswagens. Volkswagens mm -hmm. Yeah, and they had a mechanic shop shop, and they. Hired him as the manager of the mechanic shop. He's a very, he was a very good uh, mechanic. Mm -hmm. uh, could fix anything, diesel or whatever. And um, he got a job, started working. I kept looking, kept looking. As the longer we went, it, it took me almost a month to find, find a job. Right, yeah. And uh, I finally got a job at the marina. Assistant marina manager. And I loved it, and I stayed up there. With, the office was upstairs. I met a lot of. Uh, Is that in Red Hook? No, in uh, Charlotte Marley, across from the, the, pier where the cruise ships came in. Oh, okay. West India okay. Dock, yeah. Haven Side. In Haven Side, mm -hmm. yeah, Yacht Haven Marina was the name of the, the marina. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we, they held. They had quite a few. Piers or docks, you know, they they could hold a lot of. But I know I understand that they've really enlarged it. A oh lot. yeah, they yes. remember there used to be a little shell beach there, uh -huh. right by the Ramada. Find really nice shells there. Well, they covered that all with cement. They they uh, reclaimed some land. They filled it in. They even filled in a lot of the waterfront now, and I haven't seen that yet. It goes back a good ten feet from where it used to, and it's a big, huge walkway for the tourists to walk the waterfront, so they can get sunburned, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Ramada, they completely tore that down, rebuilt it. There's shops there and beautiful docks. Mm -hmm. Of course, last time I was there, there were no boats in the docks. Wow. It's sad. Yeah. When it was, when, when the, when it was the Ramada and it was towards the end of the Ramada's mm -hmm. life, where it was all run down and everything. They had more boats than they do they now. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know what, what's going what on, but it could be, could be different now. Yeah. But it's I, completely, they tore it, completely gutted that whole thing out. You wouldn't even recognize it. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even recognize the cove, that beach. Of the, it's, not, it's all changed, it's all concrete. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a shame. It, yeah. was, it was really neat. They had the, that bar. Yep. They had, had the, a bar up and a little restaurant upstairs. And on the other end, it was the office. And below, they had a bar. Pool bar. <laughs> with the stools in the water. No, it was a dock bar. Dock yeah. bar. Dock bar. Yeah, but it wasn't a pool. <laughs> that was at the hotel they had one. Oh, yeah, that's right. The hotel but, had the pool bar. Yeah, that was neat. Uh, let that. me tell you, they really got wild down there sometimes. But a lot of fun. It was all boaters and a few of the locals uh, mm -hmm. came over. Frenchies and stuff. It was, they had a... This, uh, Bob Thompson Charters, mm -hmm. and he chartered... Uh, like boat uh, houseboats, and there was and some power boats, and then there was 
all the rest of them except a few that uh, people lived in mm-hmm. were charter boats that come in. And then the Puerto Rican fleet would come in every holidays. Right, If they yeah. had a holiday, they'd come over, buy their booze and everything. Everything was so cheap. I mean, like a bottle of Mount Gay was $1.79. Uh, Cruise and rum was 99 cents. <laughs> Cigarettes, uh, a carton was a dollar 99. That's 19 cents a pack. It was amazing. Uh, things were so so much cheaper. That was that was cheaper than buying sodas. Sodas were expensive. The mix, but it we had a lot of fun. We met a lot of people. Da loved his job. And they really liked uh, D.A. because he he he, uh, he was good, and they got out the work fast. And, uh, the locals tend to be very slow, and you have to kind of push them. It can be good if they're good uh, mechanics. They're, they're good, but they can also slow down island time. Yeah, especially if they're working by the hour. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... But it was a lot of fun, you know, carnivals, and we got to go to the carnivals, and that was fun. Did you ever go to Juve? Yeah, we went to Juve. Wow. <laughs> that was something else. And we went to um, at Pirate's Day, and huh. the, uh, all the charter boats, most, I'd say, just about all the charter boats, and some of the others would uh, fix up their... Pirates, you know, they were like pirates and have a <laughs> fake fight, you know. <laughs> and it was fun. We got they invited uh, one of the boats invited us to to be the crew and mm-hmm. and we, you had to dress Play up pirate. like a pirate, you know. Uh, Da made a good one, and I uh, had on a, a a skirt with a blouse, you know, that that had the puffy sleeves, mm-hmm. and uh, brought the skirt up between my legs and stuck it in a band. <laughs> And I had this big uh, machete <laughs> that was supposed to be my sword, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it, we had we had so much fun you know, while we were there. We were there four years. I managed to stay there uh, two years, and the marina was sold for the umpteenth time. Yeah, yeah. And the hotel marina, I should I should say, because they all went together, and. Um, the new dockmaster mm-hmm. was not nice. Wow. He was not a nice person, and uh, the people that didn't care for him, you know, because he the way he treated people. Yeah. And I didn't like him, but the way you know he treated me. But I, I just kept at it because I needed a job. Mm-hmm. I wound up. Uh, quitting and uh, then I unfortunately I went to unemployment and said he fired me mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, and he went in and he, he called he didn't know that I'd gone in and uh-huh. he told them that I'd quit not to be sure not to give me anything yeah. and when I went in I said He'll probably come in. He's at that that type, and he's gonna say that I quit, but I didn't. And, and I'm I was surprised that they believed me and not him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Ireland. 
Yeah, because I said, I guess because I was the first one there. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I said, I, I really need a job, you know. But anyway, I got an even better job then. It was right across the street, so it was good because we didn't have a car. We didn't own a car. They rented cars and sold cars where DA was working. Right. So if we needed a car, we could take it. Didn't have to pay anything. Mm -hmm. Not even for gas because they kept fulfilled. So, yeah, we would take a car for a day, you know, or evening, and that's it, take it back. Uh, so it was easy just to walk across the street, and then across from that was the uh, groceries. So Now, we was your, your boat, where was your boat at anchor or uh, docked? Well, we were at the pier because I, I got it free when I was okay, working Okay, when you were working there, okay. And after I quit, we just moved off the dock, and we'd come in my dinghy. That okay. was our transport, you know. So you were just right on off the waterfront then, yeah. anchored. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't mind it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was more convenient the other way, but I wasn't going to take that. Yeah. I got started getting stubborn. Were, <laughs> so were, you, I, you, were you moored uh, between uh, Water Island and Frenchtown, like over there? No, at more just outside of, of the marina. Mm -hmm. A lot of people would have buoys. Mm-hmm. And we didn't put it out a buoy, but we, we were anchored, anchored right out, out there. there. Okay, I, I know where. Uh, we were. Uh, there were still some people behind us. Yeah, but our st stern faced uh, Water Island, mm -hmm. you know, where the sailmaker and all that lived. And um, so we stayed. And I was work. I worked there two years. And the first year that I was uh, there, after a year. I told my boss, it was John Repke, that had uh, sold refrigerations and they put refrigerations in uh, boats, mm -hmm. yachts. Um, my husband, I got it at a very good discount. And so he, he could do anything with his hands and he uh, built one in our boat, really nice freezer. And they had uh, all kinds of tools that you, you would need for whatever you know yeah <clears throat> mechanic tools uh, but I I met next door that it was a charter office where they handled most of all the charter boats in Charlotte Amalie mm -hmm. uh, I guess other ones were probably with St. John or whatever but um, they had a lot of people that took the mail for them and everything I got to meet so many people, they asked me if I would, on my time off, that write let answer letters, and they paid me for each letter that I answered. I got a commission on every mm -hmm. charter that I sold, and I just kept a, a copy of everything so that when they paid me, they had. Then they started asking me when they had 24-hour uh, turnarounds, it was okay. They could manage to go to... Pueblo and get all their food. That right. was a grocery store that was the nearest one to the marina. And when they had a back-to-back, -back, which means they'd come in at 12, when they came in, the people got off with all their stuff, and they started uh, cleaning, started cleaning like crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had a hard time doing that, especially the females. That, so they said, when that happens, which doesn't happen all the time, would you mind we give you a list to go get it. I said, sure, I'll get it. Well, I didn't realize how much food that was. <laughs> After about 
six to eight carts, grocery carts that I'd fill up. Mm -hmm. Like it might be, they might use two dozen eggs every morning. And I, I couldn't believe it. And that so many <laughs> bushels of food that they had to have fresh food mm -hmm. and drinks and oh my god the list was so long i used to have to make about three trips and they had some <clears throat> boys that would help me mm -hmm. and we'd push the carts across the street all the way and then they had to bring them back but i made money off of that so that i got more money off of it so i had um a part-time my my four part-time jobs that i did stuff for and then I had light bookkeeping for some. They wanted to keep uh, do that at home. I answered the letters at my other job when I got off work. Mm -hmm. After five o'clock, he, he said, I asked if I could use that. So we were saving money like crazy. And only one time a week would we go out to eat and splurge. Right. Because we were saving every penny that we could we were going to be gone. We planned on four years. It wound up being four years and three months. And we had to have enough money for our our insurance for the boat, our health insurance, or our money for, you know, if we had to go to the doctor or dentist, and for all our food and fuel and whatever, you know, when you go in, pay customs there's always some kind of charge mm -hmm. usually not much and we did it I don't know how we managed to do it but we did so $20,000 four years is not much you know if you stop to think of it but yeah uh, but it was well worth it you know <laughs> and we we had our home there we lived on That's it right, we yeah. ate and we fished when the food was getting low then we would fish because we didn't want to waste it and, and we'd get some mahi-mahi and oh, all kinds of really good stuff you mm -hmm. know we even got a sailfish a small one we ate that and that was good but so many interesting things along the way happened we just we loved it it took us a year to go all the way from St. Thomas island hopping mm -hmm. To Panama we took a full year to do that and met a lot of people had a lot of interesting things happen I am still thinking about whether I should mention any of yeah those. I think you should <laughs> really yeah really yeah 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 okay uh, we, <laughs> we, we went to one island called Montserrat and that was okay but uh, right next to it they had another little Little island, I guess you call it tiny Talent. little. Go. Tiny little thing. <laughs> Go ahead. They had. Uh, what is it called when? When, and I've I've forgotten what they call it. When, when they have a skin problem and it starts falling off, it's, and you can't be around other people because it's very highly contagious. Um, Contagious, not eczema then. No, That's, not eczema. Uh, uh, no. Leprosy? Yeah, leprosy. Oh, good. That Lord. was, yeah. 
Oh, they settlement had leprosy? of leprosy, yeah. Oh. The leprosy people on the other islands, you yeah. know, they said, don't go over there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, well, how do they get their food? You know, they said, well, yeah. they grow some, but uh, the people, they take it and leave it at a certain spot. And then when they see the boat coming, they don't come out to greet you or anything. Right, right. Because it, it is contagious. So you just, we just put it in boxes and mm-hmm. leave them. Uh, when we left there, I was had the most wonderful experience of what I saw. A whale, we were sailing mm-hmm. and just got started. And this whale jumped out about 20 yards in front of the boat. And I was at the tiller. DA was down below, and I started <laughs> screaming. It's a whale! It's a whale! It's a whale! It's a whale! <laughs> and you you could tell by the tone of my voice that he was going up. <laughs> and then, uh, then I started say he started coming down, and I'm going, he's going down! He's going down! He's going down! He's gone! <laughs> Did DA get to see it, or he was down? He got to see the tail the second time, because there he is again, there he is again, there he is again. (laughs) I was was mesmerized, and I had my camera. It wasn't a really good one, because some of my pictures are kind of a little bit yellowish, you can tell. But I finally got a, a better one, but it wound up being in Fiji. But things like that, we ran into a pot of whales continuing on our journey down the islands. Right out of uh, Guadeloupe, mm-hmm. uh, after we left uh, the Marquesas, and went to Martinique, and after that we went to Dominica. And all of these islands that we stopped at, the, the, the people were so nice. We didn't have any problems with them, and the islands were beautiful. They're all different. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their <clears throat> their own magic, their own pluses, I guess, and their minuses, whatever that might be. But uh, we just saw pluses yeah, yeah except we felt sorry for the the people that had the leprosy and I had forgotten that word because I don't <clears throat> meet that many people never yeah, thought yeah that was a, a disease that mm-hmm. went away years and years ago but uh, when we got to Dominico we went ashore uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law had arrived in Guadeloupe and they were sailing along with us and until we got down to they decided where the to fly back from and go back to Texas. So when we got there, she and I went into town and and the boys, the dad and his dad and uh, himself, mm-hmm. they went in probably to go have a beer, a cold beer, and we were walking down the street and these three girls are past coming towards us. And I had hair, you know, on my arms mm-hmm. and my forearms, and I'd gotten so dark, and the hair was long mm-hmm. and real dark, darker, and that's a sign of being very sexy, according to them. Oh, that's when they grabbed your arm yes. and said, "Oh, look at, look at, yeah. she's got hair on her arm. Yeah. She's very virile or yeah. sterile." <laughs> and. And two of the girls split up and went in between me and mom. I called her mom, and uh, my mother-in-law. And anyway, she came in between us, and one on each side of me. And as they passed me, each one grabbed 
my cheek, my butt cheek. <laughs> and I jumped really high. And my, she was always oblivious going on, looking at everything. So she said, what's wrong? What happened? Why are you jumping? I said, oh, nothing. I just, I just a rock on my foot and it hurt. And she says, oh, so you just kept looking around just in another world. And we got back and told uh, Dad, which I called him. Yeah. Called him a Dad and their last name. But anyway, we uh, were getting to a point that we needed to wash clothes, and we didn't have, there was no washing machines, you know, where you could go, right. look, go and uh, pay to do. And uh, <laughs> so I said, well, I heard that there's a, freshwater stream that comes out of the mountains and it's supposed to be right down here. Uh, maybe we can take the dinghy and go upstream. And this is, well, take the small motor and then you can pull it up when it get, if it gets too shallow. Right. And so we said, okay, and we loaded up all our dirty laundry and which we didn't have a lot, but we wanted to keep everything clean as we go. And <laughs> We got up and we were going, and when it got, we saw it was very shallow. I stopped, turned off, off the motor, and tilted it up and started rowing. And we got up mm, a good ways. I probably rowed about 20, 30 minutes before we found a nice clearing. That's where I was looking for a nice yeah. place where we could uh, tie off and get out. And it was grassy, it was beautiful. It was like somebody had mowed the lawn practically. <clears throat> a lot of nice bushes. And there's rocks uh, with the stream coming, flowing through there. Mm -hmm. It was so peaceful. And we'd packed a lunch, had some water uh, to drink. And we washed the clothes and then we, we went ahead and had lunch. We threw the clothes on bushes so they drive. Right. There was yeah. no line or anything. And while we're sitting there enjoying after we ate, enjoying the scenery and just waiting for the clothes to dry so yeah, we could literally, fold it yeah. literally. And after about forty five minutes I her back is facing the stream, the upper side of the stream, and I'm downstream facing so I could see who was coming down. Or I saw something, I saw like people, uh, but I couldn't tell it was too far. It was, no, it was a female or male or what. And I thought may, maybe it's yeah. another a couple of females to wash their laundry. But uh, after a while, I saw that it was two males. And as I got closer, I, I, my alarm bells went off. <laughs> and I said, Mom. Hurry up, get up, get up. We gotta go, we gotta go. And she said, why? I don't think the clothes are dry yet. And I said, I don't care. We'll dry it off in the, on the boat. We'll get it, put it out. And have Kevin put a line up. And I did have some pins out there, but I knew it wouldn't do any good out out there where we were. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't want to, I'm glad it didn't because then I'd have to unpin them, unpin and, get them and all that. Yeah, so that'd take more time and, and untie the rope and everything on. I'm glad I did it the way I did. And as they got closer, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And she she wasn't looking. I said, she said, what's wrong? And she was all frazzled up. And I said, 
I'll tell you later. Just hurry up. Don't talk, uh, don't talk to me. Just come on. Just put all the clothes in there. And I said, okay, okay. I looked up, and one of them had taken his penis out. And he was busy. <laughs> and he wasn't going to the bathroom either. And I said, we got to get in now. <laughs> I got in. Home. And she was struggling to get in. I said, Mom, I'm just going to pull you in if you don't get in. And I started rowing so fast. I never, I don't think I ever rowed that fast in my life before. And, I, of course, I wasn't that experienced, but I, I was pretty good at it. And uh, But she remained oblivious. Yeah, she remained oblivious. And she, she kept saying, what happened? What happened? She knew something must have happened for me to act so nervous and frantic and and I said, I'll tell you later, I'm busy. <laughs> I didn't want to stop and say anything. And we finally got to where we were in the clear. We were, you know, but when I had looked over, the guy was saying, come back, come back. And I wasn't coming, uh -uh, no way. <laughs> so we, uh, we got to the boat and she said, okay, now I know there's something must have been wrong. What happened? So I told her, she said, really? <laughs> and I said, yes, really? So I thought, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, I was so embarrassed to tell her. I didn't even want to, but I did. And she wasn't going to leave me alone until I did. Right, yeah. But that was another experience we had. Adventure, if you want to call it that. But, Just to get your wash, clothes washed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... <clears throat> Very, it didn't take very long to get my clothes back to the boat, did it? <laughs> no, we had a great time. I, the next stop was um, St. Lucia. and Did they, they flew out of there, though, or did they go with you to the next uh, No, they didn't fly out of there. They decided they wanted to go back to uh, Martinique. Mm -hmm. So we said, that's no problem. And they said... Are you sure? And I said, yeah, we don't mind that. So we, we did sail back up there. But we went to uh, St. Lucia, and they love that. And there's this beautiful lagoon that pirates, I was told, used to use it. Mm -hmm. Because from the sea, if a boat is, is passing, you can't see the opening. Right. There's something about how the land jets out a little bit that it kind of, you know, hides it. Right. From view, so eventually somebody had built a couple of houses up there, but it, nobody was living in it anymore. But it was so serene, and it was something like out of a movies, you know, Blue Lagoon or something. It was clear, so beautiful. And we went ahead and stayed there a little bit, and then we had to take them back up. And when we did that, my mother had uh, sent a letter, so. We were picking her up in Martinique, so it turned out good. That we were, they were flying off from there, and mm -hmm. and my mother was arriving. So then we go back down and uh, showed her some spots. We didn't stop in Guadeloupe, uh, going down, uh, or Dominica either. Uh, we said, you know, there's some other places you right, we'll yeah. go to. And, we spent more time in St. Lucia, and she loved that too, and loved that lagoon. And we went to St. Vincent, and uh, 
we didn't get down to Trinidad. We didn't go to Trinidad that far. And then we came back up after after 10 days. She, she liked sitting in the lagoons instead of going, sailing a whole lot. Right, yeah. But we did get, she did get to sail some more because she also flew out of Martinique. And then we turned around and because there was no gas involved except a little bit, we turned on the engine uh, twice a day mm-hmm. in a 24 hour period for 30 minutes to keep the freezer Oh, right. So, yeah, food cold, yeah. yeah. We had to do that. and But it that didn't use up a lot because it was diesel. Well, we had a great time seeing all these islands. Our next stop was um, St. Vincent when we came back because mm-hmm. we hadn't seen that. We bypassed all the others and went straight to St. Vincent. Beautiful island. And we went ashore, but the people weren't friendly. Huh. And... There was another boat that um, came in, and they saw us and said, we were told that this is a bad place for people breaking into your boats. Ah. So I wouldn't stay gone very long. So they had come in, they checked in, Mm -hmm. they had to check in. So we hurried up and we went back to our boats and we left. We didn't want to have any problems. Yeah, yeah. So that would kind of ruin it. Eventually, we went down to the uh, Tortuga Islands, was it off of Venezuela, and the dry tortugas they called them. Mm-hmm. So. Now, the mail would follow you. At the U.S. Post Office, how did that work? Well, what we did, what I did, is we had an American Express card, mm-hmm. uh, credit card, and we got our what do you call it, uh, money orders mm-hmm. from them, traveler's checks, I should say. And they gave me, a, I said, we, where else do you have offices? Because we're going to be traveling and we're probably going to need money again. Right, yeah. And uh, also for our mail, do you all have that service? And they said, yes. So I said, all right, great. So they gave me a little, a little catalog, sort of like a telephone book, but mm-hmm. a lot, a lot smaller pocket size and it had all the countries and towns addresses and everything and they told me that uh, just send them a card mm-hmm. or, or letter introducing yourselves and names and tell them that you're coming in approximately this time and you don't plan on staying all that long but would they please hold any mail that comes in right and uh, they'll hold it sure enough that's exactly what we did so we would when we were, say, at, like, say, St. Vincent or St. Lucia, wherever we were at. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we went to Grenada. I did, we did take my mom to uh, Grenada. That's a really nice area. We right ahead at a time to let them know that we were going to be at a certain place at a certain time. Right. So if we were leaving, say, St. Thomas, our first pl- mailing place would be say approximately three months later because people don't they if, if they're not riders yeah they tend to take too long but so you have time between this and this and you can't write any longer after that right and well, i would cut the time short because they had to have time to get it there right 
to post it. For, yeah, so to post it should make it there. And it might, I said, allow 10 days, at least, 10 days to two weeks for the letter to get there. And just write on our name and the address and write hold for arrival on it. So that's what we were told, and so that's what they did. And um, I said the next when we were leaving there, because we were more or less we would guesstimate, right? Yeah. As to how long we wanted to stay at certain places and then go. We from there, like I said, from St. Vincent, we went to Dry Tortugas. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Isla Margarita, mm-hmm. and then the Dry uh, Dry Tortugas us there and uh, we just stayed there for a little while enjoyed ourselves cleaning up the boat and doing what it needed and then we took off to go to uh, Caracas Venezuela mm-hmm. and we stayed there for about a week and loaded up with food left and went back to the Tortugas uh, to get everything settled away packed away that like right. you should for yeah. any crossings you have to make sure that everything is packed away and not going to break in, in case it gets rough or something or fly all over the place so you don't want that and uh, you want to check the engine and for oil and everything else yeah so just our maintenance that yeah, we had to do we got that done and while we were there this trawler came in it was mm-hmm. a shrimping it could. <laughs> so I went over there to ask if they had any shells, seashells, that, that might have got caught in their net. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, the w- ones we did get were kind of broken and stuff, so we just threw them away. So well, do you have, do you sell any uh, seafood or anything, you know, shrimp or anything? Mm-hmm. I said, no, we're not allowed to. I said, Okay, well, thank you very much. You know, I just thought I'd ask. Um, but they caught fish and all kinds, of whatever got caught in the net. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we went back. About three days later, there was a knock on the hull, and one of the crew members had come over and said that uh, when I asked him what he needed, Dan was working in the engine room, and he said that. Captain, Capitan, uh, wanted to know if we had an extra pair uh, of cigarettes, you know, a box. Uh-huh. I, said, I said, a pair, you want, he wants two? And he said, no, just one's okay. And I said, went down and I told DA, and he said, just give him a, uh, a case, you know, another case, a carton. Uh, carton. Mm-hmm. And because um, DA was smoking, I gave up smoking so that I could. Save that money. I've guesstimated as to how much I would be spending on souvenirs, and I have to buy stuff from different places. Yeah. I, that's, you know, one, I'm a female, so. <laughs> and he didn't want to give up anything, so I gave up my smoking. And uh, so we, he said, just give him one of my cartons. Right. And I said, okay. So took one of the cartons and I gave it to him and I said, here. And he said, no, 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 just one. And I said, that's one. That's you okay. can have it. He said, how much? And I said, no, 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 nothing. That's okay. We, we're we okay. Thank you. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't say. 
about four hours later, there was another knock on the hall. I go up, and he brought me literally a box, a huge box. It was cold and heavy, and that one that he handed me had what they call carrite in Spanish, mm-hmm. and it's a saltwater fish, but it was delicious. I'd never heard of it, and I really don't know what it was in English. Right. I wanted to find out, but we ate it, <laughs> and I didn't have a, a book that showed you know, different fish. <clears throat> Then, then he handed me. He's, I went to put it down. I said thank you, and he said no, 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 no. So I stopped, and he reached out and handed me another one, and that turned out to be a box full of octopus. Ooh, yeah, yeah, calamari. The whole, the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> and then, but I didn't know how to cook. I'd never cooked it. And then a huge box of shrimp. Ooh. Oh, that was absolutely fantastic. I was so excited that I did get my shrimp, <laughs> and plus all this other. And yeah. I said, you didn't have to do that. I told him in Spanish, because I speak Spanish too. And um, he said, no. And the Capitan was very happy. Gracias, gracias. And Aww. I said, no. <laughs> but with the, everything was delicious. But I did not know what to do with the octopus. Right. And, of course, it wasn't cooked or anything. Yeah, yeah. And it had everything on it. It was all in one piece. So I spent, I don't know, it seemed like hours with a toothbrush cleaning each each suction cup because it looked like it had dirt or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was dark, and I didn't know. It didn't seem like it should be there, you know, and it stayed in (laughs) it. And I finally gave up on that, so it wasn't gritty. So I thought, okay, it was just maybe the color of the meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how much I knew about octopus. And I thought, well, what am I going to do with this? I've never had any of that. And I remembered I had a grinder, a meat grinder, mm-hmm. the old-fashioned type. Yeah. So we cut it up, and I cut it up. I thought, well, what do I do? So I ground it up and it came out in a mush yeah slime yeah <laughs> awful looking i said what in the world i said yuck Do people eat this i can't i thought well i can't throw it away that's terrible they gave it to us we need to try it and i saw da said yeah he wanted to try it and i remembered i had a box of instant mashed potatoes mm-hmm and I thought, I bet that'll hold it together. Mm-hmm. So I took that and sprinkled, put everything in a bowl and sprinkled the mashed potato mix. And then I put a little bit of salt and some pepper and parsley in it. And kept putting in more until I could make a ball. Mm-hmm. And it would stay as a ball. And then I made it into a patty. I wound up cooking those, <laughs> and when the egg is, I said, you ready to eat? He said, yes, and I had a little salad and stuff, vegetable. He wasn't a vegetable person, but he ate it anyway. <laughs> he said, what is this? This is really good. And I, I said, it's an octoburger. 
You said a burger. I never heard of an octoburger. It's an octopus that I've made into a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a hamburger, a burger. And he said, oh my God, that's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had hoped that I knew what to do if it was conked, but I didn't know what to do with it. So anyway, I came up with a new item. Nobody had ever heard of an octoburger anyway, so... <laughs> It was good. Octoburger. So it's sort of like ha making a salmon patty, you know, mm -hmm. as or you crab cakes or yeah, conch fritters. Right. You fried it in the yeah. pan. Well, fritters. That's for yeah, fried it. Yeah. But fritters would be with a um, conch, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'd never cooked octopus. <laughs> never ate octopus. <laughs> but we that was another experience. I thought, all right, you know, learn something new. But sometimes I would think, wish it had been a lobster. <laughs> but but you we, got your shrimp. We got my shrimp, and the fish was delicious. White meat, nice, tender. What was it called? La? Uh, carita. La Carita. To me, one of the words, or it's either carriage, it could be, is, Spanish words can mean two or three different things. Mm -hmm. Either carriage or something fast. So it must be a fast fish, I figured. Right, you know, yeah. It, it wasn't carrying anything, you know, so it, it had to be something like that. That's what it meant. But, And I kept trying to find out from somebody, and we'd already left Venezuela. And I'd have to, you know, find somebody who was Spanish to see if they knew what that was, that fish, if they ate a lot of right, seafood. Right, yeah. 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 But we, uh, we had a great time. <laughs> We, we were, at that point, too, we were still, we were traveling in company, started traveling in company with a couple, Roger and Arlene, on Rebel. And uh, when we were up in uh, Caracas, we had gone take the, taken the tram mm -hmm. all the way up to the top of the mountain, which was a long ways, and I, I realized that I was scared of heights. And... When we got to the top, they had a restaurant and a bar. I I had three Bloody Marys, which I, <laughs> I was really, really woozy. You I said, I had to go back down the mountain. I, I needed it to go back down the mountain. That's why I drank them. And I never hardly drank. What I did is maybe one. And we went down and we went shopping into the, but I didn't want to come back that way, but we, we had to, and I had to did it again <laughs> to get over the top and through it. But we went into a, one store. She said, let's go in here. And I said, well, this is a musical instrument. What do you need here? She said, I just want to look. And Arlene was old enough to be my mother. I was my mid-twenties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she found these zills. You know what those zills are? Uh-uh. They're like uh, the big, uh, on drums, you know. Cymbals. The cymbals. Big cymbals, uh-huh. And they're little bitty round things about that big around about the size of a silver dollar. Okay. And they put a, a little rubber elastic, mm -hmm. rubber elastic, in there, and you put it through your fingers. And instead of having castanets, you have these. And, and that's what the belly dancers use, mm -hmm. those uh, zills. And I, well, later on, I, I got to meet uh, 
Mr. Zillion, uh, he's, he was the, the one who started, Zil, you know, the, Zillions is the name of the company and their last name. Zillion. Zillion, I'm sorry. He's from uh, Turkish, but he'd been in America since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, so she, Kim, did she get some of those? She bought That's a pair. She, she had to. From the music and store. Yeah, she was a character. She, she came from money, and they had a beautiful boat. Mm -hmm. And she would get mad at Roger, and she would do put on all, like a ball gown or you know just uh -huh. something rich, and put all her diamonds and pearls <laughs> and whatever on, and you knew, uh oh. She's, mad. She, she's playing the rich, <laughs> rich, snooty, mean woman, you know, <laughs> the ones you see on TV movies. And we we got a kick. We said, oh, no, I wonder what happened now. So anyway, we left, and we had dinner. They had invited us. And then the, the next day we were leaving, or the two of us leaving in company from the Tortugas. And we were going to Bonaire, with one of the ABC islands. Mm -hmm. There's Aruba, Bonaire, and Curaçao. Uh, Curaçao is in the middle of the two. It should be ABC, but it's ACB. <laughs> and anyway, we, we got there, and her son and some nieces arrived and had a we had a good time with them. But on the way, yeah. they started, they left, and they started to um, up anchor. And Roger was yelling at her about you know, they were still mad at each other <laughs> to do this and do that at the wheel because she she was supposed to go there and, and every time he said something uh -huh. she'd go zing 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 with her zill <laughs> and the more she did it the madder he got and she, she just would laugh and start dancing around like a belly dancer and she was supposed to be at the wheel <laughs> It was, it was hysterical. We were laughing. We thought, we better get out of here before he, he gets a gun out and starts shooting around at everybody. But uh, at her for doing that and us for laughing. But it was hysterical. And he was about 6'4 and, and maybe 150 pounds. He was very thin. And she was short and a little on the heavy side, but it, they were sweethearts. They really were. We had such a good time. Characters, both of them. And you first met them in St. Thomas? St. Thomas. And then you just happened to meet up with them in different... Well, we left first, and then they caught up, started catching up with us here and there. And when they finally caught up with us, then they stayed with us. Mm -hmm. uh, we were very close, and she had bought... She had a little Yorkie female... Aww. And she wanted to mate her. She went to Puerto Rico to try and mate her, but uh, it didn't take. So when they left, before they left St. Thomas, they flew up to the States and they bought a, and I should have mentioned this before, they bought a little Yorkie male mm -hmm. and they wanted to let him grow and then uh, breed her. Right. And they asked me, they asked me if I would take care of them while well, they went over to Puerto Rico to try to breed her with the one over there, mm -hmm. the one that didn't take her. Right. And uh, either she wasn't ready or uh, they like they thought or he didn't want to. But I took care of him for like 10 days. And 
I got hooked on him. Aww. I took him to work. He worked with me every single day. My boss <laughs> said, uh, yeah, he, he's not going to be barking and stuff. And I said, no. So I put the cage under my desk. And he was so good, he only yelped twice in a day. Once for lunch, <laughs> and once when it was five o'clock, time to go home. <laughs> and that. So here we go. <laughs> uh, after the going through the canal and having our Mongolian barbecue, uh, everybody left the boat except for DA and I, and we went and anchored at another place where there was some boats and. Uh, Gave them some fish, fresh fish that I had caught, one after another. Throw the where, where did you catch the fish? Gatun Lake. Gatun Lake. They told us how what great fishing it was, and boy, it was. Huh? I'd throw the line in with a hook, and then then no longer hit the water. Then, boop, I had a fish, and it kept going on until I was so tired. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. What kind of fish? They were all tuna. Tuna. Mm. So you'd you'd hook it, catch it, and and DA would take it off the hook, uh, yeah. put some more bait on it, and give it right back to you, and you'd do it again and That's again. That's right. Again. Yeah. And then I told him, I said, we we'll keep a few and I'll clean those, and then we'll. I, I didn't mind cleaning them. I can clean fish, and then we'll. I'll have you fillet them, and we'll put them in the the fish or, or in the freezer, right? Or just clean them and then go ahead and just throw them in there, for now. And uh, he said, okay. So he wound up cutting them up uh, at least for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, we made, met some people and went ahead and gave them some fresh fish. They liked that. Okay. So they, that would help their, add to their diets and mm -hmm. menus. And that was, worked out good. We stayed there in Panama about a week. Uh, Roger and Arlene were behind us and they anchored there close by. We hauled out the boat they had a strange haul-out system where you come up to the place, uh, sort of like a dock, mm -hmm. and you tie up, and then you wait for the tide to go out. Oh. Yeah, because they have 18-foot tides. Oh. So you go up, I know, that's a perfect time to go shelling, because <laughs> 18 feet, that you know. Yeah, yeah. And... I wish we could have gone, but I didn't realize I could find shells there too, you know. I hope I get to go to Panama again before I die. But anyway, the while it's out, we rushed around and checked the hull mm -hmm. and just scrubbed it with a brush to make sure that all the muck and stuff, that's grass is growing on it, mm -hmm. uh, is off and kind of cleaned it up a little bit. And... Then we'd wait till a little bit later and uh, do the fix, finish the railings, the cockpit. I actually needed it more than anything. Uh, put another two, three coats of varnish to sand it down and varnish it. Right. And that's my job the tow rail and the cockpit. And DA will check out the engine and see how if everything's okay. Get go up to the dock and fuel up. Make sure we're completely full. Uh, while we're here, uh, we're, we wanted to go into town just to see Panama City. Yeah. And Arlene and I went in. The guys went, uh, 
had a cocktail while we went shopping. They don't like shopping, so <laughs> except for going looking for parts for boats, and right? Stuff, yeah, which they did go. Uh, Da was in the army, and he was stationed in Panama. Oh, and he so got. He was familiar with that. Yeah, he also had a girlfriend that. Uh, she was really in love with him. Oh. Her father was a doctor, so she mm -hmm. came from a, you know, upper class, you know, Latins. And um, he was a well-known surgeon. They, Yeah, they had a fling for a couple of years. <laughs> and he, while he was there, he got to start doing poker, you know. Mm -hmm. Some of the guys would have poker night and they'd get out there and play poker, yep. uh, sometimes penny ante, and then, uh, then whatever. Mm -hmm. And one guy was getting out in a few weeks, and he decided to bet his scuba gear. Oh, that's right, and that's yeah. where he got the scuba gear, yeah. that he learned to scuba, and then yeah. then taught you to scuba. Yeah. That was uh, in Panama. Right. At a, at a car That's game where he got that, yeah. When he was in the Army. And I'm glad he did, because that was... My dream number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the first dream to, uh, to sail. Mm -hmm. And then, the, no, the first dream was actually uh, learning to dive. And then sail second. Sail, yeah. And then go, then go live on an island. That was third. And then uh, hopefully cruise around the world. And that was number four. And... It turned out that I got to do all of them. That's in every country and every place that we went it was fantastic. Just just had a great time. But we stayed there for a week. We found a, a store that sold all these molas, and I even bought a. They had a beach towel, mm -hmm. a nice big beach towel, that was the imprint of molas. And that was nice. It it still look, looks brand new. I still have it. To this day, I never used it because I didn't want it to well, yeah. wash it and use it and wash it and you know, get all frayed or something. It's art. She's, yeah, it's art, and I bought a lot of a lot of them, of different kind, different sizes, different patterns and stuff. It was, I wanted to have a quilt made, but oh. uh, we moved around so much that there were they've been in boxes and then move from state to state and here and there and everywhere and uh, everything Kevin will ask for. I'll say, yeah, I have one. He says, where is it? And I'll say, it's in a box. <laughs> have fun. Go look for it in the garage. <laughs> it would take months to go through that garage. There's so much stuff. It's unbelievable. But we, we, we finished up there. We had a nice... Uh, a uh, couple of nice dinners out on Roger and Arlene uh, took us in and they wanted to uh, buy some nice dinners so we went then and then we went back to the boat and they said let's move over over there we found out there's a casino over there so I said, um, oh really so uh, I said okay and Dia was all for it of course. we went to yeah. yeah of course and we went over there and we got to dress up for a change, and I had the, the dress and he had the suit, so it worked out fine. We went in there, we had dinner at there, and then uh, she wanted to play 
and so he did he damp gambled a little bit. Of all things, we went into the ladies' room at one point, mm -hmm. and when I did my business, finished, I look, happened to look down, and there was a quarter that was standing and leaning against the wall huh. in the stall. You know, I had a sink next to it, so it was between mm -hmm. the sink and, and the toilet, and I happened to be looking down, getting soap and washing my hands, and looked down, and there was this quarter there, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's lucky quarter. It's not even laying down, so maybe yeah. it is going to be a lucky quarter. So I dried my hands and kept the uh, tissue there for a minute and reached down and picked it up with that and washed it off and then put it in my pocket. We went in, I used the the quarter slot. Slot machine, yeah. I won twenty five dollars. I said twenty five cents for twenty five dollars. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to gamble, so I kept it for souvenirs yeah. for the future. Yeah, so, yeah. But we had I uh, had a great time. I said that's a good way to send off from Panama, and uh, I'll never forget how much it was. And I remember seeing that quarter just standing up, leaning against yeah. the wall on the floor. But um, I was sad when we left them. I didn't get to see her for, oh, what was it? Four years for the trip, four years, three months for the trip. And then they were. Who? Uh, uh, Roger and Arlene. Oh, you didn't see them yeah. for a couple of years yeah. after that? Oh, more than that. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out how many years it was, four years. And we got back to St. Thomas. Where did they I, go? Kevin, Kevin was born there, so he was born in 79. Mm -hmm. And we left in, uh, when he was eight. So that's 12 years. Mm -hmm. And they went to Marathon in the Keys. In the Keys, yeah. And uh, then they wound up getting a divorce. I wonder why. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, we, by that time, uh, Kevin and I left the islands because uh, Dea and I unfortunately split up. And so after Panama, then you went through there, then where did you go? From Panama, we went around to the other side of Panama mm -hmm. and there was a nice cove, so we pulled in there and we went into the village and uh, it was a cute little village small and a day later we were getting the inside of the boat secured for sailing you right. know. and a little boy came up and he had hurt himself and he had a bad bad infection in his hand oh. and I said DA he's got a bad infection and needs to be cleaned out and stuff and he said let me see it and he's good with that so he should have been a doctor mm -hmm. and he, this little boy, said, I asked him if you want me to try and clean it and fix it. And he yeah. said, he shook his head yes. So, DA, uh, we got out the first aid kit, mm -hmm. uh, everything we needed. Yeah. And he cleaned it out and, and put some ointment on it, antibiotic ointment. And uh, told him... Uh, gave him some aspirin because we 
we had some pain pills, but we, he was too young. We, I didn't want to give him stuff like that. So yeah, uh, we gave him some aspirin, strong aspirin, and uh, we told him he could have uh, one every six hours. You know, mm -hmm. and it would be okay. I read the directions for his age. I asked him how old he was, and he was uh, 14. But he looked younger. I said, are you sure? You look like you're maybe 10 or 12. He said, no. He was, he was 14. And when we went in, uh, we noticed that the men and women were all short, very short. Ah, uh, yeah. Like the Kuna Indians, they're all short. So mm -hmm. I don't think anybody were 5'5 five, five there. <laughs> so him being that age, I could see, yeah, that was possibility but uh, he cleaned it and put the salve on it and gave him the aspirins and gave him enough for what was it 10 days mm -hmm. and uh, we we uh, told him that I, I could speak Spanish but I couldn't write all the instructions in Spanish I said do you understand mm -hmm. and he said yes I said what do you need to do and he said, clean it and put the salve on. And we had three ointments mm -hmm. that, you know, he could use. So we gave him one, brand new one, and uh, some Band-Aids and some gauze. Yeah. And some cotton balls so that he they could clean it out. And uh, uh, what do you call it? Hydrogen peroxide. Mm -hmm. So they could clean it really good. And then tape it up. And he, he was he was so happy that, you know, he was getting that. I said, you have to do that once a day, you know, get that done. Have your mom do it. And he repeated everything to me. And I had him repeat it like three times. And I said, okay. And I said, I hate to tell you, but we have to go now. You know, so we have to go finish getting our work done and we have to go. And he said, okay. And he thanked me and left. Poor little guy. Aww. So we, we left uh, about... Through wound up being about around three hours, two and a half, three hours that we left. And as we got up the anchor and started getting the sail up and we started motoring, I said, what is that? Oh, there's what? And I said, the water looks like it's churning. I had never seen, it turned out, the birds were flying all over the place. I never saw so many birds. And the water was just boiling. It was just, it, it looked like it was boiling. And as we got closer, we saw it was fish. Ah. And all different kinds. I mean, there was must have been four different types of uh, birds that were going in after the fish. Right. And like I said, and for long ways, there were it's just big schools of fish. And I wish I knew what kind of fish. I even had a, the rod fishing reel ready but we didn't and i really was tired and yeah yeah once getting relaxed once you get going then you're you're focused on other things and and this was going to be a big one yeah so we had a 10 day day sail from there to the galapagos and that's and, 10 days of just looking at ocean yeah nothing else Occasionally, after we left all those birds and the fish, mm -hmm. that was the last of anything exciting to see. So DA used a chart and a compass and yeah. a and a sextant. sextant. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I I could GPS. I could do it, but it was uh yeah, it was before the GPS. Uh but I had a hard time getting that sextant, you know, moving the boats moving and get getting Lining accurate, it up to the yeah. Horizon. So I I took the coordinates mm -hmm. and I called it out and he wrote them down and I said you check check to see around. I was right. totally off, you know, so I said oh, I said this is not you know, something that I can do well. Yeah. So so he did it. And so ten days on the sea to yeah. get to Galapagos. But you were well stocked with food stuff. So. Yeah, we didn't have to worry about food or you water. Were radio on the boat, music? Uh no. What? I wanted one but he didn't want to put one in. No and, music? Yeah. Yeah. For ten days? Now I wanted to have a, a nice little thing where I could put my cassettes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Back then there were, eight yeah, cause it, uh, yeah, eight, mm -hmm. eight tracks, and I, I had some, but he said it's too big, machine, or this yeah. or that, and so many, you know, cassettes and stuff, you know, they're too big, so we had to be careful what what all we had. You know what we did have, and I didn't mention it. What's that? We had a TV. That was run off of the battery. Uh huh. Uh, but we oh. had to charge, we had to turn the engine on. Mm -hmm. And and so when we did that, I had about 30 to 45 minutes, you know, while he did the freezer and charged it up. To watch TV? To watch TV. But what could but you watch? Anything? It would be a station from Panama, if yeah. we're near Panama. It'd be all in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> and that that would have been okay. I would, it would have refreshed my Spanish, but... Mm -hmm. um, we had it tied in, tied good, and had it covered. So yeah, uh, if we got water sprayed on, you know, it wouldn't get damaged. Right. And we when we we turned it on in Tahiti, we watched the Tahiti news, and we couldn't understand the French. And, <laughs> and sometimes that somebody Tahitian would give the other news so that the right. Tahitians would understand what was going on. So they had the two languages. But uh, that's kind of getting ahead of the But thing. 10 days with no music, you just open seas. The, you know what I found on this, the, that was the beginning of a real cruising because the others was island hopping. Right, right. And it was maybe overnight here and there, but mm -hmm. basically a day sail. Yeah. You could do it in daylight, you know, and just and get to one island from one to another one, but uh, this one was different, and it felt different. It was, you tell, you know, just the beginning, both of us went, okay, this is different. Mm -hmm. But it was nice along the way, I always managed to get information about where we were going. And I kept all that stuff, like, I wanna know some history about Panama. Right. And Read up on, you know, the San Blas Indians and learn mm -hmm. learn a little bit more that isn't in there and what type of souvenirs you can get. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what are they known for? <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of food what, are they famous for? Yeah, right. <laughs> what kind of embroidery Where the restaurants, or right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to know about all of it, you know. And, but in school, I was never interested in about history like 
I got afterwards. I right, want to learn yeah. everything. I'd buy a book, you know, that had information, a uh, travel book. Yeah. Because they put in all the meaty stuff that you need. And, and yeah, it's different give when you, you're out of place and yeah. you really want to know about yeah. it. But more interesting than just right. reading it off a page. Yeah, in school. And then getting it tested on it. <laughs> I remembered more on my trip and, and stuff, the stuff that I read than mm-hmm. I, I do from school. <laughs> but um, it was more interesting, too. But we got to the, we were on the way to the Galapagos. Mm-hmm. And the strangest thing happened. Another strange thing <laughs> To us, we kept running, getting all these things that happened. Um, after about the eighth or ninth day, mm-hmm. we hadn't seen a boat, a ship, nothing, and we were in the shipping channels. Right. What is known that the charts let you know where the ships go, you know. Right. Yeah. And so we kept a watch. It was two hours on, two hours off. Two hours on, two hours off. And I kept myself busy in the day uh, when I wasn't mind by reading, mm-hmm. taking a nap, or cooking, or getting ready to cook. Make Kevin, not Kevin, I'm sorry. DA. Uh, DA, uh, breakfast or lunch or dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he gained weight on the, cr- on the crossings. <laughs> I lost weight. And I couldn't stand the smell of coffee. Oh. So I really had to hold my nose, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd make it for him, but it was nauseating to me. But I didn't get seasick, but it, Something I wanted it. to when, when I'd smell coffee. <laughs> and uh, but I liked eating sardine, cans of sardines. And oh, he, he, I had to eat that back in the back of the boat on the, on the stern. He uh-huh. said, get downwind of me, not to... <laughs> Yeah, my mom likes sardines. They they stink up the whole kitchen. I'm like, what are you doing in here? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, I love sardines. So I, I ate sardines, and it was. But I had to go. I said, okay, I'll I'll go out there. I sit on the stern. <laughs> I would be going along, but anyway, all of a sudden, this one day, uh, it, I was on watch, and it was in daytime. Henry was out there with me. He kept me company. He'd, he'd go out on my watches and come in when, when I came in. And he was protecting me all the time. Yeah. 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 And I looked up, and they looked like a sail, you know, it was far, far away, mm-hmm. but coming in our direction. I thought, oh, no, it's kind of a cloud. We hadn't seen anybody in days. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, a couple hours later, it's a little closer, you know, yet now I see it is a sail. So it's a sailboat coming in this way. He keeps coming and coming and coming. And we're going along. We're, we're kind of going at the same speed. Maybe he's a little faster because he's bigger. Mm-hmm. And he's coming at one angle and we're going at another. Mm-hmm. So I think the current was keeping us a little bit from picking up speed speed and eventually was close enough I I raised my hand I said DA come on there's a boat here come look come look so he came up and so he took the tiller and I went up to the bow and I I 
waved to him, uh -huh. and I said, hi, hi. The guy didn't wave, so I thought well, maybe he didn't see us. Mm -hmm. or maybe he didn't hear me. But I thought we were close enough, and he's sailing along, just coming along, and he's up on a boat. He looks doing strange things with his arms, you know, mm -hmm. swinging like he's hitting a golf ball or swinging a golf club. Oh. But I thought, or sweeping some, I, I couldn't tell, you know, and finally got close enough. And I said, hi, hi, how are you? He never uttered a word. And then finally, I yelled louder, and I thought, maybe now he'll hear me. <laughs> I think all along he probably did hear me. Mm -hmm. But he said, put his hand up, shade his eyes. Uh -huh. All he had on was a pair of shorts, and I think it probably was his swimsuit. Mm -hmm. You know, it went down a little longer legs. And he had shading his eyes, and he says, have you seen my golf ball? <laughs> and he was swinging like uh, past us. Nutter. You know? And I went, it's right on the green over there. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't want to talk to him. You know, he sounded like he's crazy. He's been, he was a single hander, nobody with him. I said, are you by yourself? Not a word. That was all he, he, he said. Have you seen my golf ball? I looked at DA and he looked at me and we started laughing. And I just came back down to the cockpit. I said, oh my God, he must be crazy. I don't want to know him. He said, no, don't bother. Don't, I don't want him to come up to the boat. Well, as it turns out, he crossed our bow. Mm -hmm. oh, a, a good hundred feet, you know, right, so. Yeah. He cleared us easily and uh, passed us and kept going. So I don't know. I think he was in the direction of the Hawaiian Islands. That way he'd be bucking the current mm -hmm. doing that. But he wasn't going, he wasn't, it didn't look like he was going to the Galapagos because he was going at an angle, like the angle following up the coast. Right. Uh, and. I said, well, that's just good enough. I don't want him to recognize our boat <laughs> come over. But uh, we eventually, ten, after 10 days, we got to uh, the Galapagos and checked in. And there we met another weirdo <laughs> um, at the customs. What did he do? In. Uh, he was very friendly, and he kept flirting with me and stuff. But I, I said, is there... Any place that we can go, because we were told that we couldn't, we didn't have a permit. We didn't know they had a permit. Can we get a permit? No, you have to do it with the Ecuadorian government before you get here. And I said, Oh, okay. And he said, But I can take you to a place uh, that has, I said, that has seals and all that. You know, see the booby birds and all mm -hmm. that. And he said, Oh yeah, and lots more, lots more things, and the big turtles and the this and the that and what up. He'd, he'd never been there. He was just saying that. And he he said, meet me, uh, yeah, meet me tomorrow morning, you know, at such and such, mm -hmm. and we'll go there. And I said, okay. So I said, you have a car? Yeah, we can get there, he says. So I thought we were going in his vehicle. Mm -hmm. DA was with me because we, we're checking in at customs. Yeah. And uh, 
he was all excited. He kept looking at me. He was, you know, Ecuadorian, Spanish speaking. So anyway, uh, we go and I said, he's going to show us all this stuff. He said, oh, yes, yeah, let's go. And this little bitty truck that happened to be a bus, you know, was what the transportation was going to be. <laughs> and so I said, what time does this bus come back? Is it going to wait for us or what? No, he comes back. I said, what time? Do we have to be back here. Yeah. I said, because it was too far to walk. And besides that, I didn't know what was going to happen on our walk. Mm -hmm. It was a good thing. But he told us that it comes by about 4 o'clock. And this is still morning, about 9.30, I think, by this time. Okay. Get, getting out there. And we get out, and we walk across the road to where we start walking. And I was thinking there was a path or something. He says, very close, very close. And I said, you sure? And he said, yes. If I'd have known it was as far as it was, mm -hmm. I would have just started working towards town and maybe the thing would have come back by then and we would have picked up and gone with them back into town. Right. And uh, no, it was, it, it was a volcanic mm -hmm. island, you know, and they had had some eruptions or whatever mm -hmm. years ago and they had this all this lava that had cooled off mm -hmm. and it's just rocks now. Yeah. And you had to walk on these rocks. And they're it, sharp. They're and sharp. They're uneven and jagged. Yeah. Yes. Like the there was no flat place to walk and your feet, you know, going down into the, your, uh, the, your toes yep. are hitting your tennis shoes. My shoes were com very comfortable. However, it just like ate them up. Yep. It, it was... Yeah. They weren't that good after we finished going across them and coming back. Mm -hmm. And then he'd um, turn around and uh, say little innuendos, you know, flirting. Oh, gosh. And uh, I said, I'm married, you know. And finally he kept jabbering and talking. He was a short, little dumpy guy. Huh? <laughs> if my feet weren't killing me, it turned out that I my toes rubbed all of my toes rubbed so bad that uh, they were bleeding. Ooh. And I, then I did another stupid fupa. And when we finally got to the beach, I, we didn't see all these animals he's talking about. <clears throat> and I, he said something, you know, uh, like flirting, you know, that it wasn't very bad, but he's still flirting. Mm -hmm. And I'm hurting. He's flirting. I'm hurting. And I said, shut up. I'm tired of listening to you. I'm going to hit you in the head if you don't shut up. <laughs> and when I took my shoes off, I said, oh, no. And I, they were bleeding. Oh, it's raw. I was hurting. And I said, look. So I went and stuck my feet in the salt water. <gasps> uh, talk oh. about burning and hurting worse. Yeah. But maybe it helped it because of the salt. You know? Yeah, yeah. But there Clean wasn't any seals, and there wasn't any booby birds. There wasn't any anything except weeds and lava rock and all over the place. Uh, and I said, if you don't shut up, you're going to have to carry me. 
because I'm not going to make my husband. And he's grinned about that. And I said, oh. yeah, I said, you don't want extra, you know. I was only 115 at that time. I said, you don't want to be caught carrying 115 pounds. And I told him much. He goes, oh. And I said, besides that, you'd probably drop me because yeah, it was horrible. uneven. You could not walk, yeah. you know, steady. And we didn't even have a walking stick, you know, that's tall enough to keep you balanced. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have that. Oh, Didn't even gosh. know we were going to go through something like that. So that was another adventures and another foobah. <laughs> but we got back. The crappiest travel guide ever. Oh, my ever. gosh. <laughs> he, he, I don't know what he wanted to do. I, I, I don't care. I didn't care. I, I just didn't want to see him. I didn't want to talk to him again. I just, but it, the whole thing was crazy. Well, we wound up meeting some, a lady who had been there for years, something like 40 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had iguanas, the marine iguanas. They were all over. She fed them every day and then uh, at a certain time. Mm -hmm. And then they'd go, after that, they'd go in the water and come out. But she, when she fed them, they knew when they were going to get fed. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. There yep. were hundreds of them, you know, on their her back porch, all over the place. That was really fun to watch. They were trained. They yeah. knew it was dinner time. Yeah. She, oh my goodness. She knew when, and we got to ask her questions. She was very nice. Gave us some water, and we appreciated that. We asked her where was a good place to buy some meat, and uh, she told us that there was no store for buying meat but they butchered once a week and it was going to be uh, on Saturday and uh, she said you could go and and, and see what they have mm -hmm. so, but you have to go early so I just, she told me where it was at and I said what time did they close she said well even in the daytime they, uh, they're there so they should be there now uh, if you get there before 4 o'clock I think it was uh, you can ask them uh, what day exactly, what time, and maybe if you know what kind of meat you want, you can tell them. Mm -hmm. So we wanted the um, fillet part, loin, and mm -hmm. cross, a nice big one. And uh, I, I told him where it was. It, he said, Ah, yeah, he understood. And I said, Use. You save it for me. I pay you. Uh, now he's no, no, uh, mañana. So I had to be there at eight o'clock in the morning, and um, they would they would start at six o'clock, and other people would be coming and standing in line. But he would say, "I said I will be there, eight o'clock." He said, "Okay, I'll come." So he, I guess he didn't want them to see what I was getting or whatever, but. Uh, I got there at 8. There was nobody there except him. And he recognized me right away. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, how much? And I paid two fifty for a big loin. Pork course, loin? Yes. Uh, no, 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 beef. Beef loin. Oh. Filet mignon. Oh, my gosh. The only thing about it is they really don't know how to butcher. It was jagged, you know, on the outside, right. some of the places... But I didn't, we didn't care. It, it was 
fantastic. <laughs> and I could uh, cut them in nice thick pieces and put two in each uh, plastic bag, the baggies, and seal it really good and put it in the freezer. Mm -hmm. And I had got them in there and was able to fit all of it. <laughs> and boy, did we enjoy those. We didn't want anything with bone. We want just the meat, yeah, you know, yeah. part. And we had bacon so we could wrap it too if we wanted, oh, you know. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the bacon was fantastic, thick, meaty, and they had it about that long. You know, it was really good. And that was a dollar for a slab about that wide. Mm -hmm. It was so cheap. We just went, <gasps> wish we had the freezer twice the size that we right. had. But we didn't want to be greedy. It was, it was good, you know. Mm -hmm. We had fish and chicken and some other stuff, you know, so it was good. We had a nice little combination. And uh, we left and went back and when uh, I was still walking in my tennis shoes, when I got back, I told, him, uh, told the A.S. that I can't do any more walking. I'm going to have to take a day or two uh, to keep my feet up, I said, because yeah. they're just really hurting. And I had to put medicine on it to keep yeah. them from getting infected and all that. I couldn't even jump in the water because it burned so bad. Right, right, yeah. And besides that, when I looked over one day uh, to get in the dinghy, I saw a sea, my first sea snake. Huh. And they're the most venomous of all, you know. Mm -hmm. And I went, I can't believe it. I said, look. And he said, you don't want to be in the water right now. You don't know which way. Yeah, and they, really? and they, can, they can, you know, come after you, too, mm -hmm. is what my understanding. I don't know. But I thought, this is his cove. I'm not going to bother him. So yeah, we didn't, I didn't want to anyway. We wound up going. Uh, he's, I went back to the customs guy. Mm-hmm. And I had to play nice because I said, is it possible to go on the same island around the, uh, to another cove mm -hmm. and just get everything situated? I, we promise uh, not to go ashore unless mm -hmm. there's somebody there that will go with us, you know, uh, somebody from there. And um, one of the rangers, they called them. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay. He said, you won't get in trouble. And I said, okay. So that's what we did. And we no sooner anchored than one of them came up and said, do you have your permit and stuff? And I right. said, no, we didn't have a permit. And we already, and, and we already talked to somebody else. And, and I, we just came from uh, customs. And he gave us a little paper uh, and that said uh, permit, permission. Right. So I said, we can stay here two days, and then we have to leave. He said, the guy shook his head yes. And I said, can we go short to see the seals and the birds? Uh, he said, yeah, we'll anchor here and watch you. You stay on the path. And I said, okay. Right. <laughs> so we did. We went and uh, saw them. So then you finally got to see the Galapagos yeah. wildlife. Yeah. That was, that was really nice. It was exciting. I probably could have. They had the cutest little seals, you know, the baby seals. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to mess with the mama, you know. They were oh, still yeah. too too young. I wouldn't mess with them. But uh, Don't you want a baby seal? 
Yeah, very cute. <laughs> I asked him if, if there had been many boats here, and uh, I gave him the name of one. Uh, what was it? He said, yeah, there was a bunch here, and uh, I forget, it'll come to me later on, what the name, what he said the name of the boat was. Uh, oh, Take Five. Well, he was trying to say five. Right. And there was one, th there was uh, something five, it was called, Yad. Mm. And um, so he, uh, he was calling it Five. And then he said, put up his hand as Cinco. Oh, okay, then we knew who he was talking about. But I wasn't sure, being Ecuadorian, you know, the dialect would be different in different areas. Right. So I said, I just said, okay, thank you. But they charge $75 a day if, if you go and you have to take a ranger with you. Huh. And we couldn't afford that. So we, we just stayed there, did what we were going to do, and and did not take advantage of anything. Right, yeah. And we had yeah. the permission what we did, and that was it. And we had the written permit. But we left when we were supposed to. And our next stop was going to be the Marquesas. I've been... Marquesas. Now it looks like... You've been doing 41 minutes. Keep, keep going. I thought it was 49 before. That was the last recording. This is a new recording. Okay. <laughs> Keep but going. I've been talking for a while. Yeah. We'll we'll take a break after this one. No doubt. Anyway. 20 minutes. <laughs> we were going to take... Marquesas. Uh, to the Marquesas. Well, and that was... Let's see. It was 10 days from Panama to the Galapagos. And 19 days to the on our cases and we had Eva Oa first and we went to one called Taha and Manahi um, we went to um, four other ones I'd have to get out my paperwork to give you all the islands uh, one of the most fantastic one was where we went and we ran into Freddie and Ermla mm -hmm. uh, from St. Thomas mm -hmm. and uh, they were they were traveling they were they were we had left first but they caught up and passed us so every time we were someplace they they were behind us and then mm -hmm. when we stayed longer they got past us and right just, yeah you know, we didn't even see them then, <laughs> but uh, we ran into them, and they said, well, we'll go down in town, so we checked in there, and we we were we had to walk from one side of the island to the other. The anchorages in that, on that island was not good, so we did not want to stay overnight, mm -hmm. and we'd get back to uh, another one. <laughs> We went across and we had lunch, and then we came back. They were going to be leaving also. <laughs> when we were coming back, there was a herd 
of wild horses. Ooh. Now, coming from Texas, both of us had never seen wild horses in the wild. Right, right. And then the stallion, the, the leader, he and a younger one got into a fight. Remember, you told me this. This is a good one. And I, I was so shocked. It was so beautiful to watch all these. And then they broke up. The original one maintained his status. Mm -hmm. And all the girls were his. So they got went into a run. They stampeded. And they were coming right at us. And I was just stuck, mesmerized. I was just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was so beautiful, the whole thing. In the meantime, <laughs> Dummy pulls another stump, me. I just stand there frozen, watching this most incredible thing that I've seen on TV, but I've never seen it in the wild. In the meantime, Freddie, Irma, and DA had found a tree that had fallen down, a huge tree, big old log thing, but still had the branches and the roots and everything out mm -hmm. of it. And they went running and got behind it. I mean, this thing was so big that it could hide them. Yeah. And DA got there and then turned around and looked and saw me standing there. And I'm just <laughs> watching these beautiful horses coming right at me, you know. <laughs> and he runs up, grabs me, practically drags me. I'm, I'm almost falling because I, I can't take my eyes off of them. And then get, jerks me. And he falls to the ground fast on right. purpose and then jerks me down to the ground next to mm -hmm. him. I hit my head on on that log. It was huge, and oh, goodness. and and then all of a sudden, one after another, they jumped. That uh, went right over us, not around us, mm -hmm. right over us. Oh. And of course, no movie camera, no camera camera at all. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I just had to take a picture in my mind and save it there. Mm -hmm. I had never seen. I've never forgotten that. It was, it was incredible. We went back to our island that we, we had been staying at and uh, got the, I needed to get some stuff washed. So we, we left just a few hours after that. And it, they kept talking to me and saying, what are you crazy or something? You just stand there like a dum-dum, Beverly. <laughs> and I said, I was in shock. It was so beautiful. It really was. You know, it's not something you see every day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we got to the other island and we anchored. Freddie and Armla carried on to uh, back to Huini, and um, we stayed there. The next day, we went ashore and asked if there's somebody uh, a place to do laundry, or we could do it ourselves. There, mm -hmm. maybe they'd have like a tub or something with running water, you wash it, to, you know, hang it up. Yeah. But didn't have anything like that. So uh, just had to do it. I bought a small little, like a baby bathtub, mm -hmm. but a little deeper. And it was round instead of oval, but that was perfect. It's what I needed. And we put salt water in it and the joy, washed them real good, then rinsed them out real good. And then uh, took the fresh water and put it 
in there right. and rinsed them real good. And then we hung them up on the boat. I had the, the pins for it, clothes mm -hmm. pins, and dried out the, our sheets, you know. And we had very little clothes because you're wearing your bathing suit all the time or a t-shirt. Yeah. And uh, if, you're, if I was sitting outside and it was real sunny and I, I the reflection off the water Oh it, yeah. it could burn you, so I I went ahead and uh, put a T-shirt on and some sun sunblock, sun block, yeah, mm -hmm. on yeah. A, a hat, but it it worked out fine. We didn't have any problem, and the A was getting red because he he's so white. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a little olive skin, but I can get dark. You know, I don't blister like he does. And um, I went into town to get see about some fresh vegetables, you know, mm -hmm. maybe f some fresh fruit. And I got a ride. This young kid, he looked like about 14, maybe 15. And he had a moped. You know what those are, right? Yeah. Well, he stopped and uh, asked me if I needed to ride. I said, yeah, I wanted to go in town. Is it close? And he said, no, it's a, what, quite a ways. There's, he told me, you know, in French, I, I kind of got it. No, back, back. You know? mm -hmm. And I said, okay. He said, ride, you know. And I said, okay. So I just kind of held onto his waist a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know if I should say this. Go ahead. He said, uh, he didn't say anything. I, he grabbed my hand from his waist, uh -huh. and I thought maybe I was Not holding on too right. tight. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he grabbed my hand like this and put it around him and then down on his crotch. <laughs> and I jerked my hand away. Hit him on the back, not real hard, but hit hard enough, you know. I said, no. <laughs> Marie, 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 I'm married, married, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Even then, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> and he, he stopped, and he just grins, you know. I said, no, 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 me, Marie, you know. Mm -hmm. And I showed him my ring. And uh, <laughs> I said, I got to learn some a little bit. The basic French, you know, right. just as some things. And uh, he said, okay, then you drive. And I said, I don't know how to drive. He said, yeah, easy, easy. Yeah, he knew a few, he knew a few more words in English than I knew in French mm -hmm. or Tahitian, either ones. I knew nothing in Tahitian. So I said, okay. And... I got in the front and drove. That didn't help any. Then, His hands were where? <laughs> well, he was holding on. Mm -hmm. uh, one hand was not on my waist. It was my crotch. The other hand was on my boob. So he was holding on. And I, I'm dr trying to drive, you know. I'm so, sending him off at the yeah. same time. And so I went, <laughs> and I got off, took my little basket. I had a little basket, you know, woven basket that I had bought. 
it got set in St. Thomas, actually. <laughs> and I said, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he just grinned. And he said, bye, bye, anyway, bye. And I said, bye, go, go. Ale, ale, that on you, go. Ale, ale, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he went. I was happy. And then I looked up and I could see a building that I had been, yeah. you know, not paying attention to that part. And saw that it was about maybe a block and a half, two blocks away. Yeah, so I walked there and I looked, I got a few uh, papaya, a couple of papayas and uh, pomplamous, you know what that is? No. That's a, a grapefruit. Oh, okay. And it's the sweetest grapefruit. Sweet, like oh my grapefruit. God. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, I think it tastes even better than that. They're, mm. You could ask Kevin, they're fantastic. And I got a coconut. So, oh, it's getting heavy now. And a couple of tomatoes. And they didn't really have much of anything else. Uh. So, but uh, they said, did somebody offered to give me bananas because they grew bananas. And mm -hmm. I said, I don't have room, you know. Yeah. But I, I said, I have to, I, I have to, Ale, I have to go. <laughs> and too heavy. And I made the sign. And the, the wife said, come, come. And I said, come. And she said, oh, come, come. And I followed her. And she pointed to a little pickup. And her husband was there. Mm -hmm. So they gave me a ride. And I... I let oh, them sit nice. in the front, and yeah. I got in the back of the truck. I was, I was by myself. <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so they dropped me off over there by the uh, where the dinghy was. Mm -hmm. And I told them, yeah, you have to go with me some, next time because I, I don't want to go through this again. I, I'm, I'm having too many things happen to me. I don't know what, what's going on, you know. But <laughs> and he, just, he just laughed. Yeah. Of I course. said, maybe you'll yeah. get a ride with some uh, pretty uh, Tahitian girl, and, and you know, then y you can do that. You know, it happened <laughs> to you. I said, no, I know you'd enjoy that. And, uh, he laughed. But oh, they they have such a strange outlook on on life. Mm -hmm. If you're hungry, you eat. If you want sex, you just have sex. It doesn't matter who, where, you oh, know. Gosh. You know, just, it's there. I need it, I want it, I get it, you know. No, no, no. It's not the way it works for me. <laughs> and they they can, you can leave your ding in there and come back and it's gone. It's over there. Oh, yeah, and they say somebody's things. Yeah, that's their way of borrowing. They don't, they don't call it stealing. Mm -hmm. Because they're not planning on keeping it. They, just, they need to go over there. So it was there. So they got in it and went there, you know. And, then and they're it. finished. That's Because that's where they wanted to go. They weren't going any, coming back. So then you have to get there and get it. You know. <laughs> so we, we were learning as we went there. Mm -hmm. Put a padlock on that oh. dinghy so it can't go anywhere. Well, you'd have to lock it in with a boulder or... Uh, with one of the coral reefs or right. something, but that'd be kind of difficult. But anyway, let me tell you, I was 
so surprised, shocked. And I said, no, I can't do that again. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I said, he was kind of cute for his age, and he didn't act like he was 14 or 15. Yeah, and he was very forward. That's different culture. Either he sure. was wanting to learn or already knew. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I, I didn't. I didn't want to be a, a practice. I'm, I'm not a teacher anyway. So. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, gonna stop it. Yeah. And we'll have a break. Yeah. We're